to the first ever photo therapy podcast brought to you by Oath Photography. I'm your host, Philip Slaughter, and in this podcast, you'll get to know a little bit more about me, and I will introduce the format of this show. I created the show to have in-depth discussions with fellow creators, allowing us to look inside, learn more about ourselves and others. My hope is to create a community to encourage other creators and to learn from one another. In these episodes, I will start with a set of questions and then dive in to uncover deeper topics within the conversation. I named this phototherapy because just as we would in a therapy session, sometimes we can only uncover and learn more about ourselves through talking it out. I hope you enjoy this journey as much as I do. All right, let's get into the questions. Um, So the first question I have here is, what genre or niche do you prefer? And for me, um, my uh, passion, I guess, would be a little bit more leaning towards the landscape photography. Um, I grew up in Boy Scouts. I'm actually an Eagle Scout, and we went camping once a month, and just being outside was really something that we did quite a bit as kids and growing up the teen years, and I still do with my family now. So being out in nature is just something that I really enjoy and really enjoy capturing through photos. Um, Sometimes that becomes a lot more challenging due to light and weather and temperatures and locations. So um, that's something that I've really enjoyed over the years. Uh, The second question here is, when did you get into photography and what was your first camera? So um, this goes way back to, uh, I had to look it up online. I got a book from my parents that was called My First Camera Book. And it came with this little red camera that held a 110 film cartridge that you would shoot photos. They were really small. Um... And I don't even remember how many photos you could take with that cartridge, Uh, but it was film. You took it in to get it developed, and you got your photos back. I'm sure that was expensive for me to do, um, but it taught me a lot about um, looking in the frame, capturing it, and then waiting for my results. Nowadays, um, with digital photography, we have the satisfaction of looking at it right away. Um, But then um, that really taught me a lot about okay, what can I fit in this frame? What is it? And, um, you know, capturing it. So fast forward, my first kind of big camera, I guess, was the Nikon D70S, which is a digital camera. Um, I did have an SLR camera in high school. My parents got the Konica Auto Reflex TC film camera. It's a 35 millimeter, got it at a garage sale. Um, I used that for years and years, then switched to a Nikon SLR camera, had a lot more features, it was autofocus, Um, and then subsequently switched to digital um, and have gone all over the map as far as brands and types of cameras. Uh, I love different types of gear and exploring different types of cameras, what you can do, and um, really stretching the abilities of cameras. Um, so I've kind of been all over the map with, with those, those types of things. Uh, but my first camera was a little, um, little red 110 film camera. And, uh, that's where I, that's where I started. Uh, the book came out in 1989. I'm sure I got that probably in like 91 or 92, something like that. So probably when I was about six, maybe six or seven. 
Um, so yeah, there you go. So the next question here I have is what is the biggest turning point or thing that you learned in photography? So um, for me, editing really became something that allowed me to shape the photo into the way that I see things. So we all see things a little bit differently. Um, but the thing that I was able to, that really helped me uh, excel in my photography was learning how to edit photos. Um, and in high school, I worked on the uh, yearbook committee. Um, that's when we were really starting to get into digital. I had some sort of photo manipulation software where I could edit pixels and take things out or cut things out. Usually we were cutting things uh, to fit into the yearbook, uh, more or less collages. Um, but that learning how to change pixels and learning how to add um, shadows and contrast and light and color uh, really opened my mind into how I see the world and how I can turn around and share that with others uh, the way that I perceive it. Um, so I would say editing has really been the biggest turning point and learning how to edit uh, was the biggest turning point in photography. So what gear do I use now? Right now I am using the Sony um, A7 system. I have the A7 III. It's a full frame 24 megapixel camera. I have a lot of lenses for it. Um, I started off using some manual focus lenses and some vintage lenses, adapting them, which works great on mirrorless cameras because you can turn on focus peaking and you can see what's in exactly in focus. Um, and sometimes vintage lenses can give you some really interesting qualities and you can find some really cheap lenses out there um, that, that do some really fun stuff. That really helps you learn and expand your mindset and what you can do. Um, I have since then switched to mainly Sony lenses. So I have the 16 to 35, 24 to 70, and then I have a 100 to 400 millimeter lens that kind of covers a lot of the zoom range. Um, I also love prime lenses, just the quality and the bokeh that you can get or the out of, out of focus areas. Um, so I've got the 35 millimeter 1.4, a 50 millimeter 1.4 and an 85 millimeter 1.8 lens um, for the for that camera as well. I also have a point-and-shoot camera that I take around with me everywhere and that is the Fujifilm X100V. That's the fifth iteration of that camera and I also have a wide conversion lens for it as well that makes it a so the the camera is a 35 millimeter f2 equivalent um, camera, but with the wide angle that allows it to go down to, I think, 28 millimeters f2. That's a really fun camera, really well made, water resistant, um, super sharp images, and it's just easy to take everywhere I go, and it looks good too. It's a really nice looking camera, so, um, you know, I feel comfortable taking it kind of anywhere and it just being with me all the time. The next question I have here is what drives you in photography? And this is something that I've really had a tough time um, explaining, I guess. But really the thing that drives me in photography, the thing that I love most is sharing my experiences. So sharing the things that I see, sharing that with others. Um, I love to also just create art. Um, so whether it be 
a photo of my girls um, or a photo of, uh, you know, a landscape or sharing photos of a business um, the way that I see it and the way that it should be seen, um, you know, through my business. Uh, sharing and creating is really what drives me in photography. So the next question is, what is my biggest hurdle in photography? And I would say the business aspects um, are not something I'm great at. Um, I know how to market. Um, I know how to build the uh, photography side of the business, but um, I guess my biggest hurdle is learning how to price things, learning how to um, you know, do my taxes, all of the financial stuff, uh, as well as, you know, writing out contracts, kind of the business aspects outside of the creative endeavors uh, are really my biggest hurdles that I've had to overcome and had to learn. Uh, and it's been a great learning challenge. Um, I, I'm thankful that I do get to learn those things. And there's a lot of useful information um, on the internet and a lot of useful information that um, I've shared with friends, uh, or uh, friends have shared with me, I should say. Where do you think photography is going in the future? Uh, this is a, a really interesting question. I love talking slash debating with others about this because photography has really come a long way in such a short amount of time. Photography has really only been around for, uh, you know, a couple hundred years, right? Maybe less than that. But it has advanced so much in the last even 50 years, right? We've gone from tin type and film, uh, large film uh, to 35 millimeter and even smaller. Um, and now iPhone photography, right? iPhones have disrupted the market uh, in, in photography. So, you know, 10, 12, 15 years ago, everybody bought a point and shoot. You just kind of have a camera around uh, just in case you need to get those family memories or take a picture while you're hiking, whatever. Now everybody has an iPhone or uh, Android phone, some sort of smartphone with them that has a camera in it that's 10 times better than what we had 15 years ago. The technology is here and that's disrupted the market. Um, I think people are still going to want quality and still want the um, higher quality images that they can get from a professional photographer. But I think that that's disrupted the future of photography. I think it also has allowed people to realize that photography is um, a skill that can be learned, that there's a lot to know about photography. It's not just raising up your camera and taking a picture. There are angles, there's lighting, um, you know, there's, there's different times of day to shoot uh, and different technology that you use when you do shoot photos and video. Um, so where do I see photography going in the future? I don't know. Three-dimensional, maybe? We're definitely getting smaller and lighter. Um, everybody's going to mirrorless cameras nowadays. I think more people are going to want a camera with them all the time, now that we've gotten used to having in our pocket with the iPhone. But are we going to want more? I don't know. That's, that's a, a, a solid question. Uh, I wrote it, um, but I don't know the answer to it. So I look forward to the future episodes where we can find out uh, from other photographers what they think. The next question I have is, would you recommend others pursue photography as a hobby or profession? And I would say yes. I think photography is a great outlet for creativity. 
Um, I think it also can spark inspiration for other genres of art. So, uh, you know, I, I go on a hike, I, I take a photo of, um, this actually happened to me, I took a photo of a creek river flowing through with this large rock in the middle that uh, the, the water just looks like it's rushing and pushing everything downstream, but there's this solid rock in the middle of the stream that has been unmovable and has been there for probably centuries, right? Well, I took this photo and I posted it to Facebook, and a good friend of mine, uh, Rachel Wimpy, she lives in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. She creates these amazing paintings and murals, um, and she saw my photo and said, hey, I, I really like that photo. Would you mind if I paint it? And she did. And she painted this huge photo uh, or painting of it. And it looked great. Um, it looked beautiful. And I'm thankful that my photography, even though it wasn't like the best photo ever, it was able to inspire others to create. So should you pursue photography as a hobby or professional um, aspect? Sure. Yes. I would say yes. The more you learn, the more you can enjoy. Um, if nothing else, it might get you out of the house or get you off the, the couch and do something that allows your mind to open up and create something. And I think that's good. I think that's good for everybody. What photographer is your biggest inspiration? Um, so I've got a couple of photographers in different genres that are uh, extremely inspiring to me. Um, one in the landscape slash adventure world is Chris Burkhard. Um, he has some amazing photos and he's even taken his photography and expanded into, he created uh, several documentaries and films around photography and around adventure uh, photography. Um, he's also written several books, uh, including some children's books that have adaptations of his photos in them. Um, so I really appreciate his, his eye, his adventurous spirit and, um, the photos that he creates. Uh, another inspiration that I have in the family slash lifestyle photography genre, um, is Megan Lukes. She is a photographer in Michigan. I've taken one of her, um, online classes and she uses a lot of shadows, to create, um, kind of to, to frame her story. Um, she has a lot of, um, Dutch artist inspiration and also has a series going on with, uh, recreating Norman Rockwell photos, which I, I just love those photos that she creates. Um, very hyper-realistic, um, very curated, uh, but very, um, telling in one photo. She can tell a lot in a story. Um, so I, I advise you to go check her out. Uh, also, Chris Burkhard, um, check him out on Instagram or their websites as well. Megan Lukes and Chris Burkhard are two of my biggest inspirations that I that I follow, and I'd um, love to see their work. Okay, and the last question is, what do you want to tell other aspiring photographers? I would say don't give up. Um, I look back at some of my old photos and I think, oh my goodness. I have learned so much since taking this photo. These are awful. And then other times I look at my photos and I think, oh, this is actually a really good photo from years and years and years ago. I didn't know much, but um, for whatever reason, the the landscape or the the photo 
um, the opportunity arose where I could take this photo and it, it turned out great, you know? And I think, I think, um, we all keep learning. And I, if you, as long as you keep learning, keep going with your photographs, you may not be the best photographer ever. And that's okay. You don't have to be the best photographer ever, but as long as you continue to learn, continue to grow, you might as well, right? If you enjoy it, continue to grow, continue to learn, just keep doing it. You're not always going to get the great shots. There's always going to be somebody that's better than you, but let that, um, let that push you, let that drive you to be better at your craft and keep creating. All right. So those are my questions. What genre do you prefer? When did you get into photography? What's the best thing you've learned in photography? What gear do you use now? What drives you? What's your biggest hurdle? Where do you think we're going in the future? Would you recommend others pursue photography? What photographers are your biggest inspiration? And what do you tell other aspiring photographers? So through these questions, we can look back and look forward and really hone in on where we are now and where we want to go. That's what I want to bring out of this podcast is to inspire others, create a community, and for us to all learn together. If we're just learning all by ourselves, what's the point? You may be a great photographer. You may be the best photographer ever. But if you can't share that with others and you can't help others learn, what kind of legacy are you leaving? Okay, last thing as part of the podcast is my gear recommendations. I love learning about gear, learning um, more efficient gear that I can use in my photography and learning uh, things that might help my creative process. So this week, I am going to recommend the UltraPod 2. It's a lightweight tripod. It's a hardened plastic tripod that I have felt comfortable putting my um, mirrorless SLR cameras on, SLR style cameras on with a professional lens. Um, so it's a lightweight tripod with a mini ball head and a standard like quarter inch 20 head um, that you, I, on mine personally, I have an Arca Swiss style quick release plate um, head on it. Um, but you can put anything, you know, you want to, if you want to screw, screw it straight into the tripod or put a light or a microphone on it. It also has a Velcro strap that you can strap it to a tree or a pole when you're out in public. But this tripod is about $20 and it's perfect for tossing in your pack, heading down the trail or to an urban area without lugging around your large tripod. It's super lightweight. Sometimes I've kept it in my backpack and forgotten it's there. It's so lightweight, so easy to just toss in there and go. So that's my gear recommendation for the week, the UltraPod 2. And I'll, I'll put a link in the description uh, notes for you guys to go check it out. So um, last thing is, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on online at oathphoto.com, O-A-T-H, oath, like a promise, oathphoto.com, or on Instagram at oathphotography, oath underscore photography. Also, my personal page is pslaughter. 34 um, on Instagram. You can also find me on Facebook and YouTube under Oath Photography as well. Just go and search those on there. Thanks so much for joining me on this very first inaugural um, photo therapy podcast. I hope that you enjoy it. Um, I know that this is going to sound stupid, 
or at least to me as the creator, I feel like I'm going to sound stupid on here, but um, my, my goal is really to learn, to help others learn, and to grow a community of, of creators. And I know that I will get better as long as I keep doing it, right? So I encourage you, get out there, go shoot something, learn something, and we'll see you again in a couple weeks. <laughs>